Hey, Jason here. Today's episode, we're going to talk about the one time, one time you should issue shares if you're a company. Before I get to that, though, I need to let you know you can get this series as a podcast anywhere in the world for free on all major podcasting platforms, Stitcher, um, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Anchor, and more. Get this as part of the I Love Value Investing podcast series anywhere in the world for free. In the last four or five weeks or so, uh, we've been talking about, about share buybacks. I answered what they are, why they're important, when they're best, when they're worst. Talked a lot about buybacks, but there's one time, one time only, a company should issue shares to maximize value, uh, shareholder value in terms of capital best capital allocation best practice is probably the best way to put it. One time only. Most of the time, it's better to buy back shares, which you can find those videos and learn why in the description below this. There's only one time, and I can't honestly think of an exception to this rule. This is legitimately a rule where it's only one time that you should issue shares if you're a public stock. And if you're a company that you own or that you're looking at is doing this, they probably don't even know that they're doing it well or properly. (laughs) They're probably just doing it just to do it. Um, So the one time, the one time it's best to issue shares is when your stock is extremely overvalued. It's odd to think of at first, because again, we've talked about this in other videos that pretty much everything you hear about is share buybacks are good. Share buybacks are good. Share buybacks are good. Companies should do them, blah, 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 blah. I've explained why in most, in many cases, that's not true by telling you when the best time and the worst time to buy back shares are. Again, you can get those below. So it's kind of odd to get your head around, at least for me it was when I, when I first learned this concept, that there's a good time to issue shares. Because at least, again, for me, and actually most of my students that I think about it, that when we talk about this, is we talk a lot about buybacks. And then we get to the point where they ask the question, should they be doing this? Is this best? And as you, again, the, in the videos below, the answer is it depends on the valuation. If something is overvalued, you should not buy back stock ever. It's a destruction of value because you're buying an overvalued asset. As value investors, we want to buy undervalued assets with margin of safety. The reason we want to do this is to lower risk and to increase our returns. If you buy an overvalued asset, you're increasing risk and you're lowering the uh, returns you should expect to earn on a stock. Having given that a little bit for context, why is it good for a company to issue stock when it's overvalued? Because that way they're maximizing shareholder value. Let me explain. The way they're maximizing value is let's say their kind of true value per share is $50 per share, but they're selling at $150 per share. If they can do that and they can issue shares at $150 per share and raise essentially three times the value of what they're actually worth, they're creating 3x potentially in value for the company. Keyword being potentially. And this is where you need to trust managers if you invest in any stock. Because if they are not going to invest that capital well, again, 3x in this example, then it doesn't matter. If they issue shares, if they buy back shares, if they're not doing what they should be doing with their capital, it doesn't matter. They're just going to burn it. And this is why my number one rule is that you have to trust managers if you're going to invest in any stock. Let's assume in this case, 
that you trust the managers. You invest in the stock, you trust the managers. They're good capital allocators. They issue stock worth 50, sell it up here for 150. They increase the value, again, depending on how many shares they issue, 3x increase the value of that capital. They're essentially using their shares as currency in this case. They're turning $1 in shares into $3 in shares up here by selling it because of the overvaluation. If they're good capital allocators, this can enormously increase the value of the company because if they are good capital allocators and they know what they're doing and they invest well, they, this is how they can positively leverage their money. Again, our example, $1 into $3. If you turn that $1 into $3 and then you invest it in something that earns you a 10 or 20% return, you're building the financial snowball of wealth. Let's say they invest it into new operations that generate 10 or 20% returns on their money. So not only are they lever positively leveraging their money by issuing those shares, but then they're earning an extra return over here to compound their wealth. So they're kind of multiplying their money twice if they do things well. It's incredibly powerful. It's also incredibly rare <laughs> for people to do this. I've studied, again, great capital allocators outside of kind of value investing and investing in finance general knowledge. I spent probably the most time outside of that area studying capital allocators in the book, The Outsiders. I think there's profiles of what he considers great capital allocators in the book. And Warren Buffett over his 60 plus whatever year career has said he's met a handful of great capital allocators in his life. This is extremely rare. So if a company is issuing shares, watch what they are spending their money on and what kind of returns they're getting on that. You can do that by evaluating the ROIC and ROICE and unlevered return on net tangible equity, which we're talking about in another series. You can also do that in the increase or decrease of the value of their shares over time. Notice I didn't say price. If the value of their shares go up over time, generally the price should as well in time, but it takes time. Same is true on the way down as well. If they don't do things well, the value of the price of uh, the shares should go down over time and the price should go down over time. If they invest, if they issue a ton of shares and they invest well, over time, their shares will go up. If they do the opposite, their shares will go down. Um, so those are kind of two ways to gauge if a company is doing things well. And again, you should always assume <laughs> that they don't or that they aren't great capital allocators and they aren't going to do this do this but this is the one time a company should issue shares the master of this was henry singleton and this goes back with buy back buying back shares and issuing shares he was a master capital allocator i think buffett said he's the best capital allocator he's ever studied he owned a company called teledyne back in the 60s 70s 80s something like that and when his shares were undervalued he would buy back stock i think he bought back at 1.90 percent of his shares but before that, they went on a massive acquisition spree by issuing shares over and over and over again to buy companies that were earning high returns. When that switched and his stock was uh, became undervalued, then they bought back 90% of their stock. Maximize shareholder values. Maximize shareholder returns. Again, in his span, I can't remember the exact numbers. I read, well, I've read about Singleton for years, but the last um, time I kind of did a full study of it, was probably four or five years ago. Um, no, probably shorter than that, two, three years ago. 
So I don't remember the exact numbers, but over that time period, he was one of the best investors on the planet. This, again, buybacks and shares issuances, extremely powerful tool. Shares are tools. Again, essentially, it's a currency that you can use or that you can maximize to your best abilities or you can just kind of do whatever with because you don't know what to do with it. That's the category most people are in, unfortunately, even CEOs of gigantic corporations. If you find a great capital allocator, A, make sure they're a great capital allocator over long periods of time. B, watch what they do with their shares. Based on It will change drastically based on what the share price is or what the value of the shares are. Again, enormously powerful, enormously rare. If you find this and the stock is even somewhat decently valued, you should probably consider buying the shares or at least doing more research on the shares. I'm not going to say buying because it depends on a lot of other factors and stuff like that, but you should at least consider doing more research on the shares. I hope this helped. I hope this series has been interesting on share buybacks and share issuances. I hope you learned some stuff because again, most people always assume that share buybacks are 100% a good thing. As we talked about in the series, they're not. We've even talked about when to do share issuances when they're a good thing. Most time we talk about share dilution as value investors. It's not a good thing, but it's not considered dilution if the company is allocating capital wealth and issuing the shares at an overvalued price. It's called, I think the term is accretion instead of dilution. Again, very rare. <laughs> so um, I hope this helped. If I missed something, if I didn't explain something well enough in this series, let me know in the comments below um, so I can help you out. If you enjoyed the series, we'd love to hear that as well. If you're listening on the podcast or if you're listening on YouTube, make sure to like, love, share, subscribe, comment, hit the notification bell so you're notified every time we release a new video and release new videos all the time. If you're listening on the podcast, like, love, share, subscribe, all that good stuff, download and review. We really appreciate a review because the more reviews, views, and listens we get on our content, the more people we can help with this kind of stuff. Um, if you're looking to become a better value investor faster, we've got some free resources down below that you can get access to, again, for just putting your email address, you get on, on our mailing list, and this will help you on your learn. You'll get resources and free books and guides we have below, and you also get put on a mailing list where you get notified every time we release new content. And if you're looking to learn from our uh, some of our programs, our paid programs, and you want to become a better value investor faster with my help and uh some of our the help from our courses and our resources in our programs those link for the master class is below this as well but until next time hope you have a great day talk soon